When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. You are now listening to the War Report Podcast Network. What's up, everybody? Welcome back to the College Loop post-game reaction show, the last post-game reaction show of the regular season until, of course, the bowl game. And then we'll be knee-deep in basketball and getting ready for baseball and softball, all that jazz. But we are here to talk about the Iron Bowl that happened last night as Auburn lost in a just horrific fashion, losing 27-24 to despite being a 14-point underdog in what is probably the most painful loss I have experienced since the 2021 Iron Bowl, I agree, but I don't think I've experienced that level of pain since the national championship in 2013. Tar, I am here joined by Mr. Harrison Tar and Colin Byersdorf, the return of Colin Byersdorf. Yes. You know, I wish it was under, under better circumstances, but we back. Tar, how you doing, buddy? I'm here. So <laughs> yeah, well, I'm, uh, Ready to ready to talk ready to talk Auburn ball. Welcome to everybody. Yeah, Teresa Collins back. He's alive. So I'm on a little book right. rest right now. So I'm gonna try to try to pull it back together. So it was a crazy environment last night, for sure. Yeah, I bet. Uh, packed house all the way up. Emotional game from start to finish, and it's hard to be completely pumped about about this game and how what it did uh, and how it was. Uh, Auburn came out swinging right from the gun. Uh, it took a little bit for the offense to really get going, but after that, they hung in there from start to finish. Did exactly what we needed them to do. Defense didn't give up. Offense didn't didn't well. I don't offense didn't slow down uh, to what we thought they might have done in this game. Uh, Damari and Jarquez ran that ball. And they pounded that rock all all the way. I mean, Jarquez had ninety three yards. Damari had. 85, uh, Peyton Thorne had 57, and mm-hmm. Javarius Johnson had the one uh, one rush for 12 yards and a touchdown. Peyton Thorne, 5 for 16, 91 yards, touchdown, two interceptions. Two, I'm not going to count those two interceptions against him. The one of them was a Hail Mary. The other one was a you got to make a play. The same thing as the Georgia game. Uh, and that game actually ties in a lot to what happened last night. Uh, had it in the bag, and the things just didn't go your way to wrap up. And offense had to go out there and try to make something out of nothing. And that's pretty much it. Game came down to a few plays. Uh, first one come to mind, the Coy Moore muff punt. The fourth and 31. And, of course, the uh, some the one Revato Fairweather catch that would put Auburn in field goal range that would have gave them the 
points to tie the game or to keep the game in reach. But Tar, I'll let you go ahead. Give your thoughts on the game. Uh, I don't know where to start, uh, but I've been this way since the conclusion of the game yesterday. Uh, I really um, it's just kind of shock, you know. You uh, you do the thing where you, you kind of let let uh, let your favorite football team give you a little hope, and uh, and you buy in. And um, and one of these days, I'm going to learn never to trust a sick to actually put any hope in stock into a six win team. One day, I'm going to do it. Um, it was not yesterday, and. Um, I don't know, man. Uh, I really, I mean, there's a lot of things. You and I were, we were bickering. I mean, y'all that are joining us on the stream, we were screaming at each other right before we got on. Um, I'll go ahead and air us out for that one. Dylan, if you try to lie and say that's not true, Colin is the witness. Um, I will say I blame this a hell of a lot more on coaching than you do. Um, and I'm really not going to leave that camp. I was fine with just about everything um, until after the game. Um and back to back, we we Hugh Freeze has lost a press conference, um, so zero and two in the field, zero and two on press conferences. Um, you couldn't even win the G five uh, press conference, but that's neither here nor there. Um, I did not love finding out that there was a lack of knowledge as to the fact that Coy Moore was supposed to not be on the field at that point in time. Um, I did not love finding out that uh, that Hugh Freeze did not know that was Coy Moore returning the punt, and he didn't find that out until quite literally the post-game press conference, um, which like if Coy would have caught it, fair caught it, you know, like you like you said, Dylan, you got to make that play. Like it's a ha-ha funny one at one moment. Like, oh, man, that could have gone really poorly. Yeah, it did. Um, it went very poorly. And um, I don't know, man, uh, that between that and the fourth and 31, I think we have just fundamentally different philosophies, you and I, on that. Um, I am less than pleased um, with a lot of things, not with effort. That's not it at all. Um, that team actually looked motivated to play football. Um, that's good. They should. And I know that was something we speculated a lot about this past week, um, about whether or not they're going to be able to break that slump. Um, I was not disappointed with that. was not disappointed with the environment. Um, yeah, and James James said, uh, if you want to throw that up real quick, James Warren, I just chimed in. Yeah. said, I was not trying to put down any QB, but it seems like other QBs make that one play against us. Why can't we do the same thing along with other plays? Um I'm going to pass this to Colin here in just a second. Mine is Auburn's program is in a state of suck. It, it I, That is harsh. I'm sorry, but it is. It is in a state of suck. You don't have an X-Factor quarterback and haven't since somebody left and is about to win in Oregon. Uh, I, that's kind of the reality of things. And in past track records, Auburn's never had a QB developer uh, as the leader of their program. Uh, let's look at – we, we talk about this all the time, right, Dylan? I mean, Jarrett Stidham got worse. Bo Nix is – talent went to waste um you know, hell maybe jeremy johnson was good who knows i mean who knows maybe it's just the auburn effect uh maybe that's the thing you had you had a superstar in 2010 that you didn't develop <laughs> that you went and got and i'm super glad you did but you didn't develop him it's not like that's the shtick uh i just don't know that having an x-factor quarterback in the past what all of for what all of my cognitive life um has been kind of in the cards in terms of uh, in-house development um has, has been in the cards here at auburn so i don't know that's kind of my, my my initial reaction. We'll get into some other nitty-gritty. But, Colin, first and foremost, I'm really sorry, man. 0-8 um, against rivals when you were in school. That team failed you. That that, that program failed you. Um, yeah. Make it a so, and you should, and you have every right to be frustrated. Yeah, no. Um, I've probably not left the stadium as upset as I did um, last night. Um, but, you know, it is, it is what it is. I've come to terms with it. Um, but as for as for James' question about about QBs, I just I just don't think we have that guy. Um, 
you you see it, and that's just a very basic way of putting it. But you'll see teams, if you have that guy or you don't. You've got the guy that can go out there, and they're in a horrible situation. You know that they have to make a play, and they will. Um, and that's not something that I've seen uh, in my time here at, at Auburn. Um, and that's no disrespect to Peyton Thorne. Um, I think he played his heart out last night, but he wasn't. He's not the guy to to lead a a ninety five yard drive with thirty seconds left. Like that's not gonna. It's not gonna happen. Um, yeah, it's a it's a brutal one. And uh, I'll I'll let Dylan fill some other some other questions here, but I did want to kind of build on this before we get into the X's and O's a little bit more. Um, Colin, like I said, I, I, I'm so sorry that you went 0 and 8 against rivals when you were in school. Um, for what it's but for what it's worth, we went one and seven while I was in school. Yeah. Um, so it's not like I had it a hell of a lot better, but at the same time, I saw a lot of things floating around on Twitter today. You know, about after every game in any sport, they're always going to pan to sad fans for the if the home team loses. Um, and a lot of people dogging on people talking about, oh, you know, don't cry about the ball game. And I'm not one for tears after a game. Um, but I do. I would like for people to look back at the the the, the clips that CBS decided to share. Um, which, by the way, goodbye and good riddance to your stupid ass contract. Hope we never see you again. Um, yeah, let's celebrate that, folks. No more CBS. Dumb. It's the biggest win out of every football game that's ever happened. I I do. I don't really get um, the whole like. I understand memeing people and like Auburn fans will do it to Bama fans and the other fan base just as much. But like, guys. This senior class walking out was of this stadium was the toughest thing for me. Period. My seats were right next to the student section. I walked up, walked out through the student section, looked up, and saw all of the seniors just dumbfounded. Not just, but they're also hitting with the reality that they will never be back at Jordan Hare Stadium as a student again. Um, the only football game, Auburn football game, I have ever cried after is a true statement. Was the 2021 Iron Bowl um, when my girlfriend and I sat down and realized this was the last time we'd be in Jordan Hare Stadium as students. Um, when you pour a lot into that university, both financially and emotionally and academically, um, yeah, that's going to be freaking tough. So um, for those of you guys who are dogging on other people for being upset, just take a look at how many of those clips are students. And let's let's remember a lot of them are seniors. Um, and that went 0-8 and were faithful to this team when they were effectively dog shit over the past four years. Um, so... Uh, I, I'm that that's my like one bone to pick Colin. That's why I had to like go in on that. I saw a long thread earlier and I get a lot of people saying, you know, be careful. You don't want to get memed because there's certainly like the element of that. But like, at the same time, I think that this is wild. Like, I think it's weird when they do it in college sports period. Like honestly, when they pan to the student section, like here's the last game of the year against your biggest rival. And these students are sad. How pathetic is that? Like, wow, maybe they went there. Like maybe, maybe, maybe they won't be a student again. Like, that's my that's that's my one big beef. All right, we can get back to the X's and O's. Unless Colin, you want to expand on that? You absolutely can. I mean, I I get pan into the student section. It, it's a it's a storyteller for sure. Um, that's what's happening in the game. They're telling. I think it's corny the as story. Hell, by the way. I think that's corny as hell to zoom in on crying seniors, but whatever. Yeah. Um, I don't know. It was like like you said. You had one game you cried at twenty twenty one Iron Bowl. I had I had one I cried at twenty twenty three. But. That's that's the way it's gonna be. The hardest part was not sitting in the stadium; it was walking home and looking back. Um, it, it is what it is. But we can get back to the X's and O's. Yeah, it's tough. Yeah, Teresa said that's how her daughter felt. She's only a junior, but she won't be there for another Jordan Hare Stadium Iron Bowl. Um, one minute away from getting to rush the field. I mean, 
like not to get touchy feely for real, but like, I mean, my heart breaks for those kids. Um, I don't, I hope every Alabama student ever graduates 0 and 4 against Auburn. Like, don't get me wrong. I'm not a good person in that regard, but in the same time, um, I think it hurt a lot for me to see you guys, Colin, and see your class um, because I've been there. Uh, I've, I've, I, I, that was me. Uh, and it's not like, a, oh, like you don't know my pain kind of thing or, oh, I know exactly how you're feeling. But it's also like I understand the affinity that people have specifically for Auburn um, and how much it impacted my life and how much I can imagine it would impact other people's lives. Um, I think that was really tough for me to, um, yeah, kind of wrap my brain around. All right, we'll talk X's and O's. Dylan, um, yeah, I, was, I was getting ready to say, I mean, I, I, that's the first game I've cried about for, as an Auburn fan since the Final Four game. I couldn't mm. bring – I couldn't bring tears to my out for the 2021 Iron Bowl because I wasn't expecting to be in it, and we were, and I was just mad about the overtime, and I was just mad about that game. But this game, it every every emotion hit at once. I uh, definitely had to be consoled by my lovely girlfriend. At the end of the day, I get it's just a ball game. I get that, uh, but it is. I can understand that for some games, but dude, but and this, specifically this rivalry. It's 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 a bigger deal. All right, no there are lots of questions about X's and O's. Let's get to those X's and O's questions from from our listeners, or at least yes. points. Yeah, starting off with Aunt Robinson. Also, I forgot to mention. Thank you, all everybody, for coming here. Uh, hey, Teresa. I'm so sorry about the UTSA game. That game also pulled an emotional response out of me as well. Really wanted to win that American Conference year one. So, a lot of losses going around yesterday that I was not very happy about. Uh, but starting with Ant Robinson, I'm just proud of how we played and competed. The game was way better than anyone expected and showed a great proof of concept. I completely, I, I agree with that. I, I think this game did numbers for what Auburn's going to be in the future. I think we did a great number in recruiting. I mean, we, we did too much recruiting last week, and I think this game did everything we needed it to do. Uh, you stayed close till the very end, or not until the very end, you stayed close until the all the way through the all four quarters of the game in a game you shouldn't have been in at all. Uh, I mean, I, I, I agree with what everyone says. This is going to be the worst team that Hugh Freeze has, if just Colin, in his level of recruiting that he has. Colin, if you want to chime in on that one, I have one little tweak that I'm going to make, but I'll let you go first. Yeah. Um, I mean, I, I think it is a proof of concept. Um, you look at this and you look at the UGA game, um, and you play two of the best teams in the country close. Um, a big part of that is obviously, I think, being at home. College football, home field advantage is worth so much more than, than people give it credit for, I think, especially in a conference yeah. like the SEC. Um, but the, the proof is there, and it's it's time to, to turn it from proof to uh, actual results on the field because um, you can't be letting these games just slip out of hand. And I think that's what you're probably about to touch on, Harrison, so I'll let you take that away. I really don't think it's a great proof of concept. Um, I, I'm not trying to be the, oh, I need to stick out like a sore thumb here. Um, in large, Auburn's going to play Alabama close at Jordan-Hare Stadium in the Iron Bowl. Um, y'all are going to hate this. I'm sorry. Brian Harson played him close um, and, and lost in an equally as devastating fashion. Uh, I don't think that this game's a great proof of concept, but if you want to back, backtrack to the Georgia game, I will buy that. I, I truthfully will. Uh, that part I will buy. Um, that's competing with a number one team in the country that's not your biggest bitter rival, but at the same time also playing elite level football and showing that you can be there. Um, do I think that a lot of that was backtracked last week? Yes, absolutely. 
Last week was a huge blow. Don't no, no one lose sight of that. Most that was embarrassing for no, on a number of different levels. We could re, reaccount. We won't. But I don't know that the iron roll is a proof of concept. I think that Georgia could be. Um, the foundation could be there. It might not be. It could be. I don't know. I, we're we're um, in a weird state of I don't really know how the hell to feel about this right now um, because I like my proof in the pudding, and um, someone forgot to add water to their instant Jello pudding mix um, because I haven't seen it yet. Um, so that's where I'm at. But I do think, I do think that there is a concept that you can truly show to recruits in terms of there's a clear direction. If it's the right direction, is the jury still out? That's kind of where I'm at there. I would say to compare the two, those last two eyeballs in Georgia Stadium, that Bama team was not as hot as this Bama team had been playing. Not to say that this, that team was better than this team. I don't think it is. But the fact, I, I think that that Bama team as a whole was better, but this team was playing better. And Auburn was able to do a lot with a little. And, I mean, go back to the Georgia game. The New Mexico State game is going to be a hard game to – you know, argue argue out of at any given point in time because no Auburn team should ever be out coached or look like they've been out talented by a New Mexico State team. Granted, the New Mexico State team is really good, and that's the best cupcake Auburn has scheduled in years. And Tar's rolling his eyes, but yes, I am. I am. And I will continue to. We are no defending. I will, I will. There's no defend. I'm just saying that yeah, just, as long as you're clear that we're not defending, I will never do anything to justify any of that. I do not. I think that that New Mexico State team is the best. Cupcake, cupcake game. Auburn is scheduled in a hot minute, but Auburn should never lose to Mexico State. Maybe Tulane. That was a good team. Yeah, well, Tulane's got more SEC titles than Ole Miss has appearances. So, cool. so neither here nor there. But X's and O's. I mean, the wide receivers. I mean, you only had three. Three players got catches, and one of them was Robbie Ashford. Uh, Caleb Burton got a catch. Javarius Johnson had himself a game. Four catches, seventy-six yards, and a touchdown. Uh, Rivaldo wasn't used uh, when he was tried to do try to be used. He dropped the ball. Uh, but this game just came down to the fact that you had 42 carries, for 244 yards, and at times you're trying to sit there and wonder why the run game got ignored, uh, especially sometimes in the red zone. Uh, and especially there was that one drive where it just went the run, the run got stuffed, and then it was back to back passes to cause a punt. Uh, I don't understand whenever you finally have a bread and butter uh, going on. I don't know why you why why you stop doing it, uh, especially because Jarquez Hunter averaged six six yards a carry. Damari averaged eight and a half. Uh, even Javarius Johnson averaged twelve on a carry. Uh, Peyton Thorne averaged three point eight, and you bare minimum you only need three yards a carry to get a first down. Every 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 drive, every every set of downs, you only need three yards a carry. I don't understand why the pass kept getting called. It wasn't called as much it wasn't called as much as you think. I mean it was it was called in in aspects of the game much. that it should not. Yes. Entirely too much. Yes. Um but I mean Thorne was I Colin, I agree with you about saying he played as hard as he could. And I didn't think he played that poorly really. I thought he played fine. Um, we've kind of gone over the whole non-extractor part, but like he was five of 16. It's not like we aired the ball out a ton or Auburn, excuse me, yeah. Auburn aired, aired the ball out a ton. But at the same time, the, like, this is where my complaint comes in here, Dylan. And I know you and I disagree about this, but my complaint about coaching is the play calling. I did not get a lot. Yeah. There's a couple of times it was like, okay, cool. That worked. I have no idea why, but 
move the sticks. Let's keep going. Right. Like, I guess um, I'm with you. It's, it's called entirely too much, um, especially for a team that's just not good at airing. And not not too much, but entirely in the wrong moments. I mean, that first drive of the game was three passes called in a row, <laughs> which that was that was bad. And then later on, they started finding rhythm on the run game. And then they just tried to pass the ball again. Sometimes it worked, sometimes it didn't. Uh, Peyton Thorne had that beautiful pass on that wheel route to, to Javarius Johnson that I think he's two for three on on that play on in terms of catches. Because uh, the AM game was the first time that play ever got called. And that was just an abysmal first try. Uh, and then finally hit that. It was beautiful. Uh, Javarius, again, just had a great, great all around game. Uh, but in games like this, where you can't, you can't find a rhythm through the air and all you got is dirt on the ground, I don't know why you let some, some drives die. Uh, just trying to air it out. And there's, there's no rhyme or reason to doing that. But. The receiving core is also bad. The receiving core it, is bad. It's just bad. Um, speaking of like pass catchers, um, your boy Milo, excuse me, Micah Riley didn't record a stat, but he did, I think, record a broken arm. Um, so that's cool. You saw that he was holding his arm walking off the field after he punched a Bama player? Yeah, he like wound up, threw himself in there, and then came out holding his shoulder like it was popped out of place. Mm hmm. So, um, folks, I mean, he he was getting licks in. I, I love my Carly Ducker. <laughs> yeah. Um, whenever people start talking about Bama playing like, uh, like scumbags, let's just remember we had a tight end that doesn't play. Um, throw hey, he was dark. Jarquez got pushed back down. He came in and defended his teammate. Hold on. Are you didn't let me finish? Come in, swing, dislocate his shoulder, and then run off like a chicken. If you're gonna go in, dude, get thrown out of the game. I want it all in. Like, <laughs> go either I mean, go balls he, to the wall and nut up, or don't. But you can't punch and run. He went in. He broke himself. He <laughs> broke himself hitting them. That was. Don't forget the the cheap not the cheap hits, but the <laughs> whenever he trucked the punter <laughs> and just went dead weight on him and just kept him on the ground. That was extremely funny, actually. It was actually very funny. This is one of the chippier iron bowl, iron bowls I've seen. Uh, yeah, I'd have to agree. Uh, definitely, you could see the again. I don't know what happened last week with the New Mexico State game, but this game definitely had that kind of energy you want Auburn to play with every single year they play Alabama. Well, I mean, they looked like, like they I, wanted to play football, so that was. Like, a nice I, I want, I want my, I want my team to always be willing to. If someone pushes you, you push them right back, and you be stupid enough to punch them in the helmet. I want, I want that kind of level of chippy in my Iron Bowl. Because that just lets me know that hey, we're six, we're six and five. I want to win this game. I want to win it more than you do. I want to beat you down while I, while I beat your team. And Auburn had it, lost it, and that's that's the fact of the matter. Uh, you almost had it in the end, or we almost had it in the end. Uh, just needed a little bit more. Uh, and yeah, I mean, looking at this game, I don't. I I, I talk about the coaching. I mean. Last play of the ball game. I don't know why you rushed. I'm calling the last play of the ball game because it is. Uh, I don't know why you rushed two. I don't know why in God's green earth you rushed two and have a spy after you just got pressure on them the last like three plays in a row. Rush four or hear me out. Rush three and have a delayed blitz on a spy. That way you're getting back there quicker. 
do Force anything them to run except for that, yards. actually, except for what Auburn did. Do anything else. And never have the safeties. I, I don't know why Zion Puckett was sitting there at the back of the end zone instead of towards the middle or the front of the end zone to kind of, you know, stop the the plays that aren't going to go that way. Um, I mean, DJ James had two of the worst covered uh, give-ups in a game. I'm not, I'm not giving up, not giving up on the play, but passes given up. I mean, there was a Jermaine Burton touchdown that he just let the man get behind him and then had no safety help on it. And then, of course, that play where I'm not going to – I. I I hate blaming games on refs. I'm not going to do it. Uh, they were bad both ways. They were both bad. Ways. They both, were equally both bad both ways. Equally bad both ways. Let's yeah. Let's take that out of the equation. Um, I'm going to go through some highlighted ones here. Um, and Colin, I'm going to let you kind of lead run point um, on the on the front of these answers here and see, uh, get your get your thoughts. Sure. So here's I'm going to show you the duality of man. All right. Okay. Ready? <laughs> get ready. All right. Please. Austin S said the level of improvement from the beginning to the end of the season from Thorne was remarkable. Excited to see how much further Freeze can develop him with a full offseason next year. All right, I'm taking this one down because pause, roll, roll with me, roll with me, roll with me. Uh, Teresa then chimed in, or chimed in before this, uh, my apologies, and said, hoping Walker White is that guy, but he's a few years off from playing. So um, what did you learn about the Auburn quarterback situation as we kind of roll into the offseason and bowl season, whatever, um, from this past weekend? I mean, I think you saw that Peyton Thorne developed as we get fully gave him the reins to this team. Um, he got a lot better down the stretch. Um, the past few games have been a little tough, um, the Iron Bowl included. But um, you gave him the reins, and that is the biggest thing for me, is he's not going to develop if he's sitting there playing half the snaps, going in on some random third down, just – fighting for snaps with Robbie. The two quarterbacks, this was not going to work. Um, as for Walker White, I – shit, he he might be the the truth. We don't know yet. Um, I, I don't know if we'll see Peyton Thorne playing quarterback next year. Um, I think we'll probably hit the portal and try to find the next thing. Oh, speaking of moving on elsewhere, uh, Jimmy Carter said, I'm sorry, but Puckett needs to go. It's the same mistakes every game. Great news. He's never going to play again. So um, he's quite literally out of eligibility. So you don't have to worry about that anymore, Jimmy. Um, you can uh, you can, you can can live Zion Puckett free um, for the remainder of ever. Um, so that's good. Yeah, oh, Puckett, just... Puckett's definitely a guy that I, I've i definitely had some issues with in the past and the present. I uh, wish him the best in the future if he is still playing football in the future. Uh, yeah. Definitely had a – a lot of plays throughout the years where I just wondered why he was not playing like linebacker or something. Cause he just was not a great coverage safety. Uh, definitely a lot like smoke Monday in that sense. Uh, and quarterback wise, Peyton Thorne's not going to start a quarterback next year. I think, I think he's developed as much as he possibly can. He's at his peak. At the I, level. I, we, we've seen the best of Peyton Thorne. We've seen the worst of Peyton Thorne. Uh, you I don't think middle of the pack Peyton Thorne's going to win you ball games that you shouldn't. No. So I think you're going to go to the portal. And of course we are officially in portal season as, as the show is going on portal season. New not, season. No, it's not officially open. Kids are just saying they're going to go to the portal. Yeah. But it's not uh, the, the gate The it's being over flooded. Yeah. The, well, the, the dam has a crack in it and water's leaking out. The last time we and, were talking about quarter uh, portal quarterbacks, we almost got in a little trouble. So let's be careful there. Yeah, I'm just saying that the dam is about to break 
And I, when does the portal officially open? Uh, December. The first period is in December, right? It's in December. I think it's 45 days in December and 45 in the uh, or 30 in, in the spring. In spring. I, I think it's December 14th. I think December. It's like it's like, the, it's like the same day as signing day. Maybe am I crazy? Um, I think I'm crazy. December seventh. Uh, some of the comments notes so that would also be very very thoughtful. Uh, I didn't see that. As Tars. No, I'm waiting for people I've got to. It. I've got it. Monday, December fourth through uh, Tuesday, January second. So December fourth. Yeah, that now we're getting. Ter- Thank you, Teresa, as well. December fourth. So we are a week away from the dam breaking, officially, uh, and there are quarterbacks leaking out as new coaches come and go. A and M's got their guy now. And um, can I butt in for a second? And respect, uh, respectfully, you said the Duke, the Duke quarterback meeting Riley Leonard will be here. He will not. He will either go to pro or he will be at AM with Mike Elko. Uh, Is that just, you officially saying that? or? I don't think that there's a chance in the world that Riley Leonard comes to Auburn. I'm not saying there's a 0%. His girlfriend goes to Auburn. All right, I get it. I get that. I, I didn't say that. I said that there's not a 0% chance. <laughs> How weird was it, by the way, that we just figured that out last year? Someone was like, I did the digging. His girlfriend goes to Auburn. Like, In case you forgot, we are part of a collegiate fan base as a whole that goes on after after the regular season and tracks flights. That's true. That's true. <laughs> I don't think this is that weird. Start to find out where's Dylan? I'm just gonna be like, "Where's Dylan flying to today?" That's a good yeah, call. Dylan has never been on a plane before. Um, so. <laughs> also, yeah, that is. Um, that is my prediction. I do, I do think Elko is going to wind up at AM. Well, Elko already got hired at AM. Is that official now? I, I think thought that was official. a rumor like an hour ago. I think it's also, official. We, you and I have been saying that since they fired Jimbo that they should go get yeah, Elko. Yeah, Elko is number one on the list. And then they pulled out Mark Stoops, got bullied out of Mark Stoops, by That's the way. That's really funny. I saw this great bit. It was like, I like to imagine AM thought they were hiring Bob Stoops and then wound up with Mark on accident. <laughs> well, I, I remember someone said it was like a good hire because he's been no, playing. Elko's taking 24. He's taking 24 hours, right? I'm on Twitter looking that up as I... Yeah, it's not official yet. It's not official? No, but it seems all but. Well, on 33 hours ago, said they're... As of of 35 35 minutes ago, uh, CBS says it's done. Oh, okay. I know like three hours ago, it was was like... The announcement's going to be made within the next 24 hours. Yeah. Okay. Next head coach. Yeah. And then, and then, uh, then Levy, Levy, Oklahoma's OC is now the head coach at Mississippi State. For what? I don't know why you make that hire. Dude, you had, you interviewed Jamie Chadwell, allegedly, allegedly, I'm not making any official what was interviewed but his his location on twitter was starkville mississippi he had the shot at jamie chadwell at liberty and he went for oklahoma's oc yeah i don't get that at all i i understand that mississippi state isn't that great of a program and it's like a it's a stepping stone to getting better jobs it's a better Um, job than liberty yeah for sure (laughs) but that's what I'm saying, but and I understand like I you're not going to go for the, the highest tier. I would say I think Liberty might be a better football program than Mississippi State is right now. I'll I think Lip- uh, I don't know why you don't try to you don't spin the bag on Chadwell or I don't know Jeff Trailer at UTSA. Sorry, Teresa. I'm just saying <laughs> there are better coaches out there to get than Oklahoma. Riley M is still right. Riley M just said Duke goes back into the dungeon. Unfortunately, you're so correct. They're going of- to be horrendous. officially back to strictly football school. Yeah. Basketball, uh, you mean? Basketball, yeah. There we go. 
Yeah, they, Lich is tragic. It was fun when they were good for a little bit. Get, Cut, get Cutcliffe back. That's right. That's Where's right. he at now? Cutcliffe? Yeah, he's somewhere. He's he. It was like a mutual retirement. No, I know he's he still works somewhere. I hold on. He's like at the SEC, is he not? Special assistant to the commissioner for football relations for the SEC. That's awesome. Good for him. Uh, let's let's go back. Let's bring it back to the Iron Bowl for a little bit here, guys. Yeah. Um, and I know we kind of got a little off the rails, but that's what these live streams are for. Um, Riley M said, "Harrison, you got to realize we're in a new age." Oh, this is in reference about um, the crying in the stadium. Yeah, I get that. I, I understand meme culture. I just like I. I feel like, you know, defending people every now and again, especially our students. Um, mine's also like moving kind of slow, Dylan. So if you want to take these on and off for me. Um, yeah. Oh, here's a fun one. We'll come back to the, we're going to come back, Riley. I know you mentioned uh, you just hope that Auburn's not paired with someone ridiculous for a bowl game. We're going to talk about that in a second because go ahead and prepare yourself. They will. Um, there's, it's going to be an absurd bowl game. Um, let's see here. Where's that? Oh, yeah. Riley also bringing up the, the defense you run on the last play. I mean, yeah, dude, atrocious. Like I just did. There's just, the, there are a lot of options and that was should like simply have not been one of them. Right, Colin? I mean, it, it didn't make a lot of sense to me. I can, <laughs> I can kind of see where we were going with it, but at a certain point, why even rush the two? Cause that's what the, I feel like most people have been upset about is that we're just rushing two. So either rush no one or yeah. rush like three, at least three, it's five on two. What what are they supposed to be doing? It's like they're not even a part of the play. Yeah, I I my I'm a huge like proponent of the whole. The, I'm on team. Put ten DBs on the field with the, with a with Eugene Asante and let him spy. Um, <laughs> I and double cover every single eligible receiver. Like, I I I don't get this one at all. If Milrow takes off and you have ten guys in the end zone and he runs for thirty one yards. And you can't stop him. You suck, and you deserve to lose. Like I, I'm on that camp. I'm, I'm, I'm firmly with you. I think the defense they had before the timeout was actually better than what they put on Correct. after the timeout. Correct. They called a timeout to call a worse play call. Yes, which is, is absolutely wild to me. Which isn't a great uh, coaching move, but I, I forgot it's not all about the coaches. Anyways, um, <laughs> we we move. Uh, let's see. Uh, I got to start from the top. Uh, Ernest Vaughn talking about the Bama fans. So they forgot they they called a boat race, which it's a rivalry that people are going to talk. Bama fans are gonna Bama fan, you know. That's yeah, just what they're gonna. Fans do. are gonna fan. It's not. They're not. Stop making. Stop making Bama. If you hate them so much, stop making them sound special. All fans are gonna talk like that, especially when their team's really good. Um, uh, keep going, don't. don't. I say going back to Ernest. Head back to back about the Bama fans. Bama fans either fear the thumb, enjoy this win because it's the last Bama one Iron Bowl for at least three to four years. Um, I appreciate the bug. I do appreciate the bug. That's simply not true at all. Um, but yeah, no, I love the attitude. I love that outlook. Um, that's not the truth, whatever, whatsoever. But I love that outlook, and I wish I could adopt it. Got Riley um, M. Ernest. Uh, I like Jimmy um, Carter's uh, comment about the punt here. Can we talk about that here in a second? After you talk about yeah, Riley I, I was going to go from top to top to yeah. bottom. Now uh, they moved the goalpost. We can't be trash, and it'd be a glorious win. You got to pick one. Completely agree. That's fair. I like really that. Agree. Yeah, no, no, he's cooking. He's spitting facts right now. Yeah, pick one, right? <laughs> it's, either, it's, either we, it's either we suck or y'all suck. Yeah. Quarterback okay. begs for the Heisman after the game. <laughs> That's right. That, oh, that, okay. wild, that was a wild statement to make from a quarterback. The funniest tweet I saw about that. By the way, Jalen Milrow played good, really good football yesterday. Like, that's not. He did. Don't yeah, lose he played very sight well. of that. Dude, dude is going to be a hell of a ball player next year. I firmly believe that. Sorry, guys. Um, and he's progressed a lot this year. But him after the game. Say, you know, give me that mother, 
like about the about the Heisman. My favorite quote I saw about that was clearly we we don't we don't have to worry about Bro getting caught up in the media hype because he's not reading. <laughs> like, uh, but also like I mean, dude, credit where credits due. That guy has really I mean for all the people I heard this week, especially walking around campus, like a lot of people like. No, no, it was a glorified running back. I, I, I wanted to look and stop all of them. Like, I so wish that was true. Um, it's not. <laughs> yeah, talk about a guy who got definitely got better over over the season. Uh, definitely most improved, most improved quarterback by far. Yes. but best quarterback in the country. No, no. But he, if there was like a most improved quarterback or by position by position in the SEC, it would clearly be Jalen Milrow. Oh, for sure. Him calling for the Heisman is absolutely ridiculous because yeah, he's not better. He's not better than Bo Nix. <laughs> but I kind of love that energy. Like, I mean, you know, yeah, sorry, I, I, I appreciate that. Like, I appreciate that energy. Yeah, I, I, I hate Milrow because he plays at Alabama. That's if he played anywhere else, I, I would root for Milrow. Uh, but sadly, he wears that ugly, ugly red. <laughs> sorry, uh, I just read Riley. I'm making fun of Texas A&M. This is why I love you, Riley. This, <laughs> which, <laughs> which is where it's Jimbo's coaching culture. The yell leaders, dude. <laughs> I also, I Not heard really that Debo, Debo Sweeney was apparently like a target for A&M, which I thought. Oh was yeah, crazy. that was going to happen. He was going to leave his palace. I'm sure. G- give the give the cult fan base a cult leader. That would that'd be the best. Hell yeah, brother. Ever. Let's do it. <laughs> Make the Jimmy Carter in that situation. Don't even attempt to catch that punt. Matter of fact put nobody back there we could have gotten the ball back and ran the clock out i I like actually didn't hadn't thought about this colin i don't hate it no i don't either and that (laughs) i think is the worst part is that i don't hate it because i should hate that i should want our players to go and catch the ball instead of having it rolled up wherever you know the 10 the 5 the 1 but in this situation with our track history this season i'd rather have the ball i would I would rather just guarantee that we have the ball. I actually kind of like this. Just put all 11 guys on the line and try to block the punt. Yeah. I, no, 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 no. You don't even try to block the punt. Why? Because if you – Oh, you don't want to get a running – You don't want to – you don't, you don't want to get a running or roughing. Okay, tell them all to jump up and put your hands up. <laughs> Stand there. Make sure it's not a fake. That's yeah. all I got to yeah. say. If the, the ball is not going to go that far back, and if it does, just hope it goes in the end zone and it's back 20 yards. Honestly, this just begs the question: Why was Coy Moore even the backup punt returner? I don't know. He had this issue last year about catching the ball. Well, um, Coy Moore is a more disciplined returner than Brian Batie. I said it. I said it. I said it. Wrong. And no one's been willing to say it all freaking year because all we were talking about is how talented of a punt returner Brian Batie is, and I'm not saying he's not. But holy hell, you don't have to take everything out. Dude, I, he made me so mad every single time he did it, especially that one where he got his neck snapped. And he <laughs> that was like the last time he returned. He returned a kickoff for a hot minute was after he got his face mask almost ripped off on on a great call by the refs. Yeah, hey, listen, back. listen, we got to make Auburn did get a makeup call like the next possession, as we should have. Right, I look, I'm, I, the refs were horrendous, but don't 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 blame that one. I'm just Brian saying, that's taking everything out, regardless of how deep it is in the end zone, is a problem. Yes, it is. Uh, but then again, Jalen Simpson exists, and I if there's I trust Jalen Simpson's hands more than I trust any any of our wide receivers' hands. Duh. Put no. it back there. Make him the backup. No. Make him the backup punt returner. Teresa said she's from uh, Katy, Texas, uh, with a, or, and that obviously that's where Milrose from. 
and that she liked him um, despite him going to Bama. <laughs> but last night's comments about giving him the MF Heisman rubbed it, rubbed it wrong. Teresa, I get it, kind of, sort of. But also, like, if I'm one of his teammates, I would be like, I think that that's that's a good locker room personality. And he doesn't, he's not reckless about talking shit. Like, I, I like that. Like him, him being pumped up and being like, you know, like I played a great game, and he's clearly a leader on that offense now, which he wasn't before he got benched. Um, I. From their perspective, I would be pretty pumped. From my perspective, I'm like, hey, so like you're not even close to a Heisman candidate, <laughs> but brother, I, I don't, kinda, I don't hate like it. Fifteen, man, come on. That, he's that is what he did after the game of give him the Heisman. That's me after every single turkey bowl against my family on Thanksgiving, bro. <laughs> Give me the Heisman, bro. <laughs> <laughs> the, throwing- the amount of adrenaline that he had going through his body at that point, I yeah. wish I could feel once Dude. in my life. Well, I have. I've thrown <laughs> six touchdowns and six interceptions in a, in a turkey bowl before. I went full James Winston. <laughs> G the W? Yeah, duh. We don't lose around here. My team's undefeated. <laughs> yeah, for sure. I definitely believe that. I'm trying to – Go back to the Riley Ames question about the, the ridiculous matchups in the bowl game. I'm trying to – there was a tweet. Mm. Uh, here we go. Uh, bowl games that Auburn's currently projected go to Liberty Bowl in Memphis, ReliQuest, which was the uh, Outback Bowl, right? Is that in Tampa? I can't or, think so. Orlando. What was the ReliQuest before? ReliQuest was um, – mm, it was the one right before – was it the old Camping World Bowl? Yes, I think it is. But the, okay. that, That's in Orlando. Yeah, it is because yeah. It, 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 yeah, it's the Rely Quest Bowl, and they have the Pop Tart Bowl now. Oh, is that what replaced Outback Bowl? They got they got rid of that. What'd you say? What replaced the Outback Bowl? Uh, it's like the Visit Tampa or some stupid stuff. That's lame. I <laughs> uh, also got the Duke's Mayo Bowl in Charlotte. So if you're wanting to see Hugh Freeze potentially down, either get uh, is it doused in and has to eat mayo? Oh, yeah, you have to dow- dow- get doused in while you eat mayo. Yeah, that's just get mayoed. That's just <laughs> <laughs> got the Texas Bowl in Houston, Gator Bowl in Jacksonville, and of course, probably everyone's preferred uh bowl game, the Music City Bowl in Nashville. And strictly just because you get to go to Nashville. Uh hope that's my fingers crossed. But I've not I mean the it's Auburn's been projected against every team who's six and six in the world. Uh tech uh has been named Nebraska. Has been named Northwestern, Wisconsin. Because why you know wouldn't it be what would Wisconsin? Be absolutely hilarious. And I want it on the record that I would not New be rooting. New Mexico State. I would not. That yeah, that'd be super funny. The the Birmingham Bowl, if the, which Auburn's not going to be available there for them to get an SEC team. Not enough team are, are eligible. No. Um, like that bit can die. We're Auburn's not going to the Birmingham Bowl. Um, but if the Mayo Bowl were to select Auburn and Georgia Tech. Um, that would be, and I want you guys to know, I'll be, I would be rooting for Auburn wholeheartedly. Um, Auburn running into a Georgia Tech team that just figured out how to play football this year after nearly beating Alabama and then losing to Georgia Tech would just be so poetic. I would not be surprised. Um, but they could also turn around and just win that game by like a score. I think it would be exciting. Uh, but that would be that would be the script. That that would be <laughs> straight from the script. Would you buy yourself a a, a split like a half and half jersey? I would just, for no, Auburn I would just get the t-shirt. I would get the game t-shirt with both helmets on it. Oh yeah, that would be like my ideal T-shirt. <laughs> I will say, I was divided. My soapbox. My Harrison for a is the house. <laughs> my soapbox for a second. My body's a temple. JMU <laughs> is going bowling because there's not enough six-win teams in the country. We win. Screw the NCAA. That's all said the matter. Uh, just kidding. I'll probably talk about that all the time. Teresa wants Houston. I don't. Uh, want they Houston. did. 
Didn't they did just no? I no. She wants the she wants the Texas Bowl. Yeah, she wants the Texas. Yeah. I was say I don't think I I want to go to the Alamo Bowl, so you will never forget the Alamo. Shut, shut up. That Colin, (laughs) did you you Colin chuckled? You thought it was kind of funny. Yeah. Yeah. Pity laugh, please. Had a smile. Uh, got back to Jimmy Carter for Alabama to have as much depth and so-called talent compared to where we are now. This should let recruits know how close we really are. Okay. I'm just, yeah, Colin, I'll let you do this. I'm going to butt out. I don't know. We've talked about how this is a down Alabama team all year. Everyone, not just Auburn, but yeah. the, the national media has talked about how down this Bama team is and they're good. There's, there's no if ands, or buts about it. They're a good team. Um, but it, I know Tar. You said this earlier. We'll we'll, we'll always play Bama close at home. Um, that's my big thing. Is that if you if we did this uh, at Bryant Denny, then I'd be talking all kind of crazy. Absolutely, um, I'd be nuts. I'd be talking out of my mind. Yeah, it's not what's happened. Um, I do think that this weekend was huge for recruiting. Um, almost as equally as last week was probably horrible uh, for recruiting. Um, so it, it balances out. I, I ultimately, I think, I mean, play them close no matter what. Uh, they, all all the guys, all the all the kids in the stand saw the Auburn just a couple pieces away, a couple plays away, thinking that. And of course, the Bama team it was a down Alabama team in terms of talent. But then again, this team was talked about going into this game about how hot they were coming into this game. I mean, the, the, the this Bama team finally found games where they finally clicked on all cylinders and we talked about i mean down them or not which was true exactly and it, being a down team or not i mean it still had more talent than auburn did and it's still way more talented uh, i jayla milro if you went position by position auburn probably has maybe two to three positions where they're better and i would probably just say running back kicker and punter Yes, sir. I would, I would give a slide teams. edge to DBs. I'd give a slide edge to the DBs. Slide edge. Yeah, DBs. I go DBs. DBs and then kickers or punters. James, Which I saw your comment, by the way. Um, have we heard any, any any specifics on recruiting? We will have a full recruiting breakdown on the Tuesday show. That was already going to be put in the rundown since we don't have a ball game next week um, to, <laughs> to prep. And um, I'm going to try to yeah. try catch up with a couple of people and see if we can maybe get uh, a recruiting analyst on um, this week to kind of fill in some gaps. Yeah. Um, so we'll, we'll reach out to a couple of people, but yes, we will make sure we keep you guys in the loop with, uh, everything that we hear. Yeah. That's yeah. Good play on words. Everything we hear. <laughs> uh, I got back to Riley M what I learned, uh, I think this is a reference to Peyton Thorne will likely stay, but he will have to fight for it next year. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yep. nailed it. You can go ahead. You can go ahead and quote, put a quote tweet of Riley M on Twitter. Uh, that is official. That's what's going to happen. I do not think for you, James, you're so welcome. I definitely do not think Pey- we. I'm not. I'm not going to say this once. I think I speak for everybody. Peyton Thorne will not be the starting quarterback next year for the Auburn Tigers. And if he is, I hope he earned it. <laughs> and I hope it's not because Auburn didn't get a chance to support a quarterback. I think you'd have worse options. I mean, yeah. I think there's definitely. A, I'm looking around trying to think of all the quarterbacks that we have heard rumors about, but <laughs> Max Johnson <laughs> has. I think he's into the portal. Yeah, I guess uh, they, we'll 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 have some targets. 
that'll come up in conversation. Maybe not this upcoming week, but next week we'll have some targets. We'll I mean, it, every quarterback is being rumored to Auburn in the portal right now. Every single Jalen. No, heard, every quarterback is being rumored to every school that needs a quarterback. <laughs> Auburn Twitter is officially named Jalen Milrow as a potential target in the transfer yeah. portal, as well as uh, Caleb Williams to get his graduates early and come as a graduate transfer. And I also heard Bo Nix is going to transfer back to going to the draft. I mean, He's going to invent a last year of eligibility. He's exactly. Gonna invent yep, that's right. Uh, every Everybody is a target for Auburn in the portal. Michael Pen- uh, Michael Pen- uh, Penix as well. So, Yeah, this is going to be uh, – I love Auburn Twitter so much. They're so goofy. Yeah. Go ahead and put Lawrence Robinson up. We'll do that one uh, real quick. Which one? Um, oh, the last one? The last, last one. Uh, what do you all think happens with Ashford and Holden? Call him uh, what Transfer. Think? Yeah, I don't. I don't think we're seeing either of them in an Auburn jersey next year. Um, I think Ashford is one hundred percent gone. I don't see a world in which he, Gotta he be. returns. Gotta be. Um, had fun with him here, but he's is not going to happen again. Holden, on the other hand, I could see him staying, maybe, but at a certain point, I think that he will transfer to a smaller school, uh, probably a group of five and go and try his luck there um, to be a starter and, and get some, some field time. I don't even need to say anything. Colin nailed it. Yeah. I think, I think, I think Garner's gone. Uh, Ashford, I think is also going to be gone. Uh, you know, I have, I'm, I'm the Ashford truther. Uh, I do appreciate everything that these guys have put into the program. Uh, I'm speaking out of, out of yeah. my butt here. Cause I don't know exactly their future, uh, but I do, I do love that Ashford, amongst all of the hate that he got from the fans uh he was still on the field every 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 game helmet on helmet off no matter what he was the first person to celebrate a touchdown first person to console an interception he is one of the leaders on this team whether you hate him or whether you love him robbie ashford is a vocal leader on this team and it'll be a sad day whenever he leaves he's gonna go to another p5 yeah Yeah. he is someone's Someone's going to take him, and if there's any if ever a guy again, I think could do a Malik Willis type uh, transformation. I think Robbie Ashford can do that. Yeah, Teresa mentioned that Holden doesn't fit the RPO, but you're absolutely right. Um, he actually should have two years when he Holden? when wherever he wherever he, wherever he goes. Holden, yeah, uh, he'll have uh, three, right? Up to at least he was he was richer last year. Yeah, you're right. So he'll he'll have three. And yeah, definitely. Someone's gonna turn him into a. I mean, if someone's if someone's running the air raid next year, he has Liberty quarterback written all over him. <laughs> is is gonna do the same damn thing, Malik Willis? <laughs> <laughs> is Coastal is Coastal Carolina down for a trade? Uh, I, it may, it may be involuntary, ball. but there that may wind up happening. Oh. <laughs> Ashford could wind up with Gus. He would – that would be awesome in that UCF offense. He would be so fun to watch. He would be so – I'd buy a jersey. I'd buy I'd buy another jersey. I was about to ask that. Oh, I was going to ask if you get a jersey for his next school. Uh, I will – yes, Probably Ashford. Teresa, my bad. I didn't understand your comment. Yeah, I'm with you. The extra year as opposed to staying. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, no doubt. Uh, let's see. You got Ernest Vaughn at the top here. The defense is the reason we're even bowl eligible. A few huge pl- bad plays, but season – Season wise, very solid. Yeah, for I, sure. This team did exactly what they were predicted to do. I mean, don't look at me and Tar's predictions before the season. That's not we're true. Gonna... They're supposed to go five and seven. That's what everybody said. Five and seven. Yeah, you. 
five and seven, six and six were pretty much where everybody said. No, no, no. All the national media said we were going five and seven, four and eight. You're right. Sports Illustrated said that. Uh, ESPN, CBS, Fox all said five and seven. Uh, said we wouldn't even sniff ball eligibility. That's uh, no sniffing ball eligibility, but like. <laughs> yeah. Uh, which is what I've been hearing. I'm trying to look at Hugh Freeze's record in first year teams. Oh, he's pretty good. Going from his first year at teams? Yeah. His first year, first year at Ole Miss was seven and six. I'm trying to remember what, what they do in 2011. I don't, I don't know. know. Someone, someone want to ramble on while I look this up? Which is like nine and three at Liberty and something else. They were so took a two and two and ten Ole Miss team to seven and six, and then went eight and five, nine and four, ten and three, then five and seven. His last year there, uh, did a lot with what you can possibly get out of uh, <laughs> out of Ole Miss. Right. James Barnett mentioned earlier in the show, um, I guess about 20 minutes ago, as a veteran quarterback, um, he should never worry about a QB sharing only 10% of his snaps. Um, am I looking at that the wrong? Moving forward, you can't wait so long to get into a rhythm. No, you, I mean, you nailed it. Like the Auburn just drugged their feet trying to figure out what the hell their offensive identity was um, and didn't do it until like Vanderbilt. Yeah, I, I, I hit the nail on the head. Crushed that one. Absolutely correct. So. And then we got Teresa All for the next next four. Uh, talking about Jeff Trailer, at least Jeff Trailer staying at UTSA for now, and she thought that it'd be a better fit. He'd be a better fit at Mississippi State than A and M because of the crazy culture. The only thing I saw in the defense of Jeff Trailer to uh, I thought uh, Jeff Trailer been a great fit at Arkansas, uh, but I mean you can re- he can recruit Texas and can get the best out of out of his talent, especially if this Frank. This is a question for Teresa. Does Frank Thomas have another year of eligibility? I don't know if he does or not. Like I said, he's, I think he's been there for a hot minute. Uh, also got on here, uh, I think the fans thinking they need to win a natty every year when they can't even get to a 10-win season, but those are also good points. I think Auburn suffers from that a little bit. <laughs> yeah, they do. I, I mean, you're. it's it's a top 15 program all time. You're Everyone is going to be expecting – this kind of stuff and those people are crazy every every year it's don't raise you're expectations about, you're talking about harris out of utsa yeah frank harris yeah he's a redshirt senior bro he's out okay i was actually could bring the quarterback to mississippi state because i think will rogers said he's gonna enter the portal he's gone he's gone he should be uh here we go frank harris <laughs> you mean yeah you know, he played seven years there we go yeah, you, you did say frank thomas the big did I say frank? Ah, i'm uh i'm getting a jersey for frank thomas John Conley, what's up, my man? Evening, boys. Heck of a season. Love being part of this ride. Just the beginning. Just the beginning, indeed. Not just of the Heat Freeze tenure, but of the College Loop podcast and coverage over uh, the uh, the Auburn. Re- really hope, really praying for Auburn versus Georgia Southern so we can have a full-on pregame show with with a team that John Lee ver- feels very deeply about. Uh, going as far to say the Georgia Southern has the worst fan base in the in the country. Yeah, he did say that. Which wild statement. Uh, definitely need to check on the fan base on the other side of the state of Alabama. But I heard it there. Uh, last question, Teresa, or last statement. Uh, talking about the Jalen Milrow talk. Exactly, he beat a six-five Auburn team who lost to Mexico State the week before. Isn't Heisman worthy? Beat Georgia, and maybe next year he'll be close. Um. Yeah. 
Sage yeah. advice. Cool. You, you tell them, Teresa. That's right. I, Teresa knows ball. Like I, I respect it. So I'm, I'm, I'm on Ter the same page. Teresa official, uh, official uh, YKB. Uh, yeah. You know ball. You know ball. That's right. Officially YKB. Um, before we kind of wrap these things up, if you guys have any other other last minute questions, uh, make sure to drop those in the chat. If you guys have any other talking points, happy to talk about those. Um, one last, I guess, question for you, for you, for you gentlemen. Um, who do Auburn fans root for in the SEC championship? And why is it actually Alabama? Uh, Georgia. Is it? Georgia. Alabama is the only way that you can keep both of them out of the playoffs. See, Tar, I understand. Because uh, I understand that I hate, I hate both of them very much. I yeah, do. I want them both. Someone's got to win the damn SEC championship. I, I, if what they is, could, if they could both lose, if they could both lose, I would root for that. If there's a meteor, maybe. Uh, I didn't roll, like, yell the RT word. No, no. I, I Secretly closet, like, kind of hope Alabama wins. Here's the thing. If Bama wins, Bama's in. I are would they? rather, yes. I don't think they are. Yes, they are. I don't think they are. It depends on what happens outside. I got There's a, a lot of outside factors in that. Let, let, me, let me just do the layups real quick. Okay. Michigan, assuming they beat Iowa. We're just assuming these teams are going to win. Michigan. Yeah. Yeah. Florida State. Okay. Yeah. Your Pac-12 winner's in. I don't know if Florida State beats Louisville. Louisville well, lost on Friday to Kentucky. They're beating Louisville. Um, uh, uh, they're getting Florida in. Florida State Jordan. struggled against Florida. Yeah, they're going to beat Louisville even without Jordan Travis, and they're still going to get him. Okay. So, if Alabama beats Georgia and Texas wins the Big 12 championship, are you telling me that Texas's win over Alabama doesn't matter? I'm There's not telling you that. I'm not telling you that, but I think might. the committee will tell me that. I'm telling you, there's a world. Nothing right now could convince me to root for Alabama to win anything at all. I would rather Georgia be in than Bama even have a conversation to be put in. Hmm. I think. What about gonna... my perfect storm where neither of them can? I would love that to happen. But is the committee, does the committee have the cojones? To keep out the SEC champion. And I don't think they do. If, they if keep out Alabama, the SEC in general. If exactly. Alabama if Alabama beats Georgia, Texas wins their, their conference championship, then the conference has to look nut the, the committee has to nut up and look us all in the face and say, so that your your home and home non-cons don't matter. And we stop scheduling them. We all put our foot down collaboratively and say, screw this. We're playing an FCS school, whether you like it or not. And if the NCAA says we can't, but we say we can because the NCAA doesn't even crown our champion. Who's in? I, I like I like what you think. I like how you think. But I like what, what John Lee just said. I or Georgia gets in regardless. They've been the number one team for. Do they? Every, I think they do. They've not lost in like three years. They're gonna. They're gonna make the playoffs. They're in. Georgia, I think if you went percentage by percentage wise, do you I think, think Tech's good or do you think Tech's bad? Georgia Tech. I, a lot of people should look at that as a shit stain. I think Tech is scrappy. I like, I love that about you, but I still think we need to pick one way or another. <laughs> I look at the, I look at the Tech loss same way I look at the Auburn loss from yesterday. I think they had the right storm, but didn't have enough on their roster to get the win. 
I Ma- think that's Lawrence Robinson says FSU won't have the strength of schedule as the ACC champion. LSU will be the best win. FSU is more likely to get left out. I'm just going to be transparent. I don't think that's true. I don't. Um, I don't think. I don't if think they I don't blow out Louisville, undefeated ACC champion when the ACC has actually been as competitive this year as it has as as it's ever been. Competitively good or competitively mid. I don't think it matters. If you're, I, I think, I think you're. They let Clemson in for years. If it's no if, different, yeah, it's no Clemson different. was win- Clemson was winning theirs like by a lot. Clemson was for sure the best team in there by a margin of twenty plus. So are we now just putting on the SEC glasses where we're just convinced that the SEC was the best conference in football this year because it wasn't? They were not. The Pac-12 was not even close. The Pac-12 was, and the big the Big Ten was top heavy, but would be second, and SEC would be third. SEC yes. and the were equally as balanced as one another this year. Just throw I, don't, out there. I, I don't think so. Yeah, I don't know if I, I buy that. A, one. Louisville was. I, I mean, the ACC has what? 10, 11 bowl eligible teams. It was wide open. Florida State had it in the bag by week four. Okay. They were just, they just had the perfect storm of Louisville being a, an absolute uh, fraudulent team. Uh, with the easiest schedule in the ACC, and they couldn't even get out of that unscathed. Listen, I'm usually Florida, Florida a proponent of the SEC being the best conference in just about everything because I do believe that, but I have no conference loyalty. Um, which here's, is here, here, here's here's what's going to happen. Michigan is a lock. Yes. Oregon's going to beat Washington, and Oregon's going to get in. Okay. Texas is going to beat Oklahoma State, but not by a lot. Because Oklahoma State's good. Which, are they? Yes, they are. Brother. Have you watched Oklahoma State this year, sir? We were we talking about the same team that lost by three scores to South Alabama. Talking about the same team that's now 8-3 and three and going to the Big 12 championship? On a technicality, on a head-to-head. They're not they that They beat impressive. Oklahoma. They beat Oklahoma. That's great. Oklahoma beat Texas. They're, they're great. Great. The circle of life. Are you, are you hating on Gundy over? Yes, I am. I don't. They're think not. They're good. Texas is not beating the crap out of Oklahoma State. I don't think Oklahoma right. State's good at all. They also don't have a good, like a, a consistent uh, rotation whatsoever beyond their quarterback. They Texas. didn't know who was going to play quarterback for them until week six. Texas is getting in. Relatable because they're going to. Yeah, three though. They're going. They're going to beat Oklahoma State not by a lot though. That's all I said. I said they're still going to win. And then Georgia's going to be Alabama. Georgia gets in, and then you're Alabama, Washington, Ohio State. Uh, and your ACC champion is going to get locked, knocked out of the 14 playoff. And Colin, Colin dies too. happy because Florida State did not get in the playoffs. That's fine, but I, when we when we talk that. again in like 10 days, I think it's 10 days, right? And we know uh, he's yeah. in the college football playoff. Selection, selection and I've manifested no SEC teams in the college football playoff. You owe me a thank you publicly. No, I want that to happen. Believe me, I do. I cannot reasonably root for Alabama in this game. But I would love it if some kind of technicality technicality happened that knocked both of them out. But the committee will not take out. So we're champion. rooting for the meteor. Yeah, I was about to say. I kind of hope yes. the stadium just sinks into the earth. Where Where's Bane? <laughs> we'll do what we can. SC right. champions get in. Batar, how how are you feeling right now, man? I'm feeling like I'm ready to wrap this thing up, so I will move in that direction. Colin, do you remember the details about the Wardam shirt? Oh, it's been so long. I think I remember the details of the war damn shirt. Give it throw to the it people. Up, throw it up. All right. Buy the war damn shirt. It comes in blue. <laughs> it comes in gray. It comes in black. It comes in heathered gray. Any color. 
of if you want those, then you have them. <laughs> uh, get that at thewarreport.com. Um, it really helps us out. But yeah, war damn shirt. Yes, you can pick that up at thewarreport.com or from, grab it from the link in the description for the stream right here or any streaming platform. Also, if you guys want to help support the show, the number one way you can do so is hit like, subscribe, and ring the bell right here on the College the Podcast. I'm sorry. If you get a Feeling Loopy t-shirt, make sure you use hashtag Feeling Loopy on the, on the Bird app, social whatever social media makes you happy. Tag us in it. We'll throw it up on our next stream on our next show. Like I said, the number one way you guys can help us out and support us is absolutely free to you. Just hit subscribe, like this video, ring the bell, drop a comment, give us your thoughts. Thank you for those of you guys who have been hanging out with us. If we're working on our way up toward 700 681 as we're working our way up towards 700 subscribers so if we could get you guys help that'd be super super great that's how we can continue to make more content make sure we broadcast it out to all of you guys if you're listening on any of your streaming platforms that are not youtube thanks for listening glad to have you guys here make sure you guys give us a thumbs up five star whatever the highest rating of choice is on your favorite streaming platform we're super glad that we were able to hang out with you guys today and talk a little ball post the iron ball all of that being said Continue to make sure that you guys check in. We'll be back on Tuesday. I will be here on the Tuesday and Thursday show. I'm going to let these boys anchor it down. I am going to New Jersey to go visit my lovely girlfriend for her birthday. Um, so I will be out of town at the end of this week. Um, also, fun fact, also the birthday of friend of the program, Jacob Hillman, on Friday. Um, so we'll have to make sure we show Hillmania. Hillmania, if you will. After after well, one beer, he's Hillman. After two beers, he's Hillmania. So that, <laughs> all that being said, Colin, tell me where they can find you, love you, and support you. And we're going to start getting off the stream. Thank you guys for hanging out. Yeah, just go follow me on Twitter. Uh, that's at Byersdorf Colin. That's B E Y E R S D O R F Colin. Right on, man. I'm at Colin 10. 10. 10. 10. I'm Harrison Tar on the Bird app on Instagram, wherever you want to come hang out with me. Thank you guys for your continual love and support. And like I said, make sure you like, subscribe, ring the bell right here on the YouTube channel. Dylan, let's get out of here, my man. I'm going on vocal rest as soon as we stop hitting record. <laughs> <laughs> Will do. And before I do that, I'm just going to throw up the John Lee. Screw it. Put JMUN. I completely agree. Love it. Love it. Get J- not, not enough not enough bowl eligible teams. So why don't we just put JMU in the playoffs? That's how we should do things around here. Yes. But of course, I'm Don Lark at your boy the tank on Twitter slash X. That's Y A B O I the tank. And of course, you have my Instagram as well at Don Lark at D Y L A N L E R C K. And of course, you have us right here on the college. We should like, comment, subscribe. Leave your thoughts below in the comments below. To, on your thoughts for the Iron Bowl. We might bring them up on the next show, just if we got enough. We'll also have the Iron Bowl prediction winner. Uh, didn't have a lot this game, uh, and not by a lot of margin. I think I had the only correct margin of victory uh, in, in my score prediction, but I did not have the right winner. So I cannot win. I cannot get a shout-out on the show next week. I didn't, I didn't pick the right runner. Uh, but, of course, you also have us on Instagram, TikTok, Facebook, uh, Twitter slash X, the works all at the college loop. And of course, if you're tired of seeing our faces, completely understand. I don't know how you get tired of seeing Colin's face because he just came back to life. Still hasn't eaten. He's still 19 subscribers away from eating. So if you want Colin to eat, you got to subscribe. I'm so uh, hungry. <laughs> <laughs> you have us on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and Amazon Music if you want to listen to the show. And of course, all of that being said, this is the last regular season of football season post-game reaction show for the iron ball love y'all thank y'all and we'll see you all on tuesday love you guys